Today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. Ontario's minimum wage is now $14 an hour, increasing about 20% as of yesterday. The wage hike is in legislation that also includes some other things around scheduling, equal pay, and vacation time. The Ontario government says the change to the minimum wage will give families more purchasing power and will help build a stronger economy. Opponents say it's too much too fast, and especially small businesses are going to be paying the price, literally. By the way, if you don't already know, but you probably do, the minimum wage goes to $15 an hour next January 1st. So a year from now, there's another $1 hike. Here to talk about the impact, some of the pros and oh, perhaps the cons as well, is David McDonald, Senior Economist for the Canadian Centre for Policy Alternatives. David, thanks for joining us this morning. Thanks. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. Um, so this is obviously a, a much talked about issue. Businesses have been, uh, I would hope, making plans to adjust to this uh, new world that we live in. Um, maybe we'll start with some of the pros and cons of this minimum wage hike, and maybe we'll start with the pros. So what, what's good about this? Well, certainly the people who are going to get a raise are going to see more money in their pockets. Uh, so these are predominantly <clears throat> going to be uh, folks that are that are not students, not, uh, you know, not young people. In fact, you're, you're likely to be over 55 as you are to be under 25 and see a, a benefit from an increase in the minimum wage. Uh, most of the minimum wage workers are actually quite concentrated in, in only three big industries, retail, food accommodation, and a broad business category that includes things like uh, cleaning and security guards. Um, and in those three sectors, um, the majority of the folks that make less than $15 an hour actually work for big companies. So about 60% of the, uh, of the people that work for a company that has less than 500 employees um, would see a benefit from $15 an hour, um, whereas only 17% of the people who, who would see a benefit work for small businesses. So, in fact, this is largely big box stores, retail chains, fast food restaurants, that sort of thing. Um, and so just today, actually, um, we were looking at CEO pay, and for the richest CEOs, the CEOs of the companies that, you know, these people who would see a small increase in their minimum wage uh, work for, um, the average uh, top 100 CEO minimum wage has increased in the last year from $3.7 million, that's how much you needed to get on the top 100 list last year, up to $5.2 million this year. So for the top CEOs that run these businesses, they saw an increase in their minimum wage of $715 an hour since last year. Uh, and their minimum wage now sits at $2,489 an hour, um, which incidentally, you'd have to work about a month at $15 an hour to make the, the hourly minimum wage for the top CEOs. That is, uh, you know, hilarious comes to mind. <laughs> that That is a monumental gap. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and, it's, and it's a growing gap, actually. And so the, the top 100 CEOs actually made the average worker's salary. It's not the minimum wage, it's the average worker's salary. Um, uh, they'll have made it by 11 a.m. this morning. Uh, so they're not quite there yet, but they're close to making your average salary over the course of the year. Um, the average CEO pay has gone up about a million dollars since last year, uh, rising from uh, $9.5 million to $10.4 million. Uh, and and those, the top 100 CEOs now make 209 times average worker pay. First time, actually, they've broken that 200 times barrier. And that, and that is the average annual compensation, that, that $10.4 million figure. 
That's right. That's the average. That's the average annual compensation. And interestingly, for CEOs, uh, a very small portion of their pay is actually salary in a traditional sense or wages in a traditional sense. Um, so about about 10% of that you know, $10 million comes from a salary. Uh, 90% comes from shares and share options and options to buy more shares and bonuses if the share price goes up and so on. And so CEOs are heavily incentivized for basically everything they do. I mean, the average minimum wage worker is expected to do a good job. They don't get, you know, bonuses and stock options and so on. They're just expected to do a good job, even though they aren't particularly well paid. Whereas CEOs, if left to their own devices, are paid as if they wouldn't do a good job. Uh, They need these massive bonuses on top of their salary in order to do a good job that most Canadians just do because they, you know, they believe in a hard day's work. And, you know, the the argument that the big CEOs will make is, well, you know, no one else can do this job. But, I mean, they're they're easily replaceable, as we've seen from time to time, whether it's whether it's Apple or or whatever the company is. What's what's interesting about CEOs is that um, the more you pay them, the worse the company does. (laughs) And so you get this inverse relationship. And the reason why the reason why the pay gap is growing so much and the reason why you get this this odd relationship is that most of their pay is related to the share price. And so. If they can move the share price in the short term up, they get a big payday. Uh, and so, you know, hypothetically over the long term, you know, you could say to investors, look, investors, you know, we're not going to pay you dividends. We're going to invest profits in the company so we can build a better company, train our workers, increase productivity so that five or 10 years from now, the company's doing a lot better and therefore the share price goes up. And that's one, that's one way to bring the share price up. A much easier way to bring the share price up is to take on massive amounts of debt, uh, for the company, buy your competition in a merger or acquisition. Um, and therefore, you know, everybody in the company that's buying the other company gets paid. The company that's getting bought gets paid. Um, and the company at the end of the day is much further in debt. Um, and, and corporate Canada is worse off because you have a much more heavily indebted uh, corporate sector. Um, but all the CEOs get paid. And that's actually how we pay CEOs in Canada. We incentivize them towards this type of behavior, unfortunately. And it's a huge issue in Canada. We're seeing record highs in terms of corporate debt, a uh, huge boom in, in mergers and acquisitions in Canada at running at 100 to $200 billion a year in Canada. Uh, and it's in part because we pay the CEOs to engage in this type of short-term thinking that drives a share price up in the short term so that they can get paid. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Bill Kelly Show weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.